Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 149 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your other host, Andy. Welcome back to another beautiful podcast. Another beautiful podcast called What a Beautiful Podcast. That, that, uh, I can't, I can't talk today, Jack. You, you, you start, you start this. This is a disaster. You want to go, you want to just go from the top? I'm, I'm logging off. No, no, no. Go, Jack. Okay. Keep, okay. keep it moving. All right, everybody. We are in the middle of the home stretch of Stone Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> That that has a lot. Well, first off, ha- haven't really been doing anything because I visited Andy last weekend and I had a red eye back this morning. Yeah, so, so not much to really talk about other than Jack. A wibbly wobbly. Other than me and Jack did terrible things to our body for four days oh straight. <laughs> so much pizza. <laughs> so much pizza. pizza so much beer. We, uh, yeah, we. we we funded the uh, the light beer industry for the next five years off this one. That's what weekend. it felt like. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so, not, uh, yeah, there's not really much to say there about our last couple of days. So I think we're just going to dive right into these comics this week. I know that, I know, you know, sk- skipping over the thing we're pretty much known for at this point being... Digressions. Digressions. <laughs> yeah, but we're actually going to just go into some comics oh, and sadly fine. our final jojo friday has passed us so we do not have golden wind to talk about this week feels like the end of an era uh just gotta hold out another couple weeks for the finale unfortunately yeah, yeah. but we will have a jojo sunday which is something it's I'm, different I, it's different I'm just checking to make sure that the new chapter of Jojolian has not come out yet because we're right on the back of it. Yeah, it hasn't. I checked. Ugh, motherfucker. Yep. Himamata Boru, what are you doing? Did the what are you did doing? the ultra jump drop? I don't know when ultra jump drops. Then what are you complaining things? about? I don't know. I don't know when it comes out and when these guys are supposed to get it out. It normally comes out like middle of the month, sixteenth, seventeenth. So maybe like, it comes out today and they haven't been able to translate it yet. Jack. Yeah, Although I it's really possible. like, I really like going on the uh, on the manga next page for Jolien. I don't know if it's like this for all the JoJo's, but under uh, mm. demographics says Seinen, and then format award winning. <laughs> <laughs> the award winning yeah. format. Yeah, who gave who gave Jolien an award? I would like to talk to them. I mean, it's probably won awards, like, the yeah. whatever manga. There's so many manga awards, dude. Oh, yeah, I'm like, sure. You, you go and, like, any manga has that's, like, been running for long enough has, like, something under its belt. Yeah. And I'm looking at just, you know, digressions, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, on mm-hmm. this page, originally, they have the Volume 20 cover art as the thumbnail. And I never really saw a blonde Yasuho. It's interesting. Blonde Yasuho, blue, soft, and wet, and like multicolored uh, gappy. Very interesting. Oh, what do you what do you see uh, Yasuho as? Pink hair. Hair color. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's always what I've seen it as. Pink hair. I, I've seen I a lot of ter- official art where her hair is colored pink. I guess. I guess in terms of like actual hair colors, I've always imagined her like blonde or like sandy blonde. Oh, I don't know. Um, I was also reading some of the color chapters, and her hair was pink too. But that was that was just more confirmed my already existing bias, I guess. Oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, I do like purple pants, Gappy. Like that. That's yeah. a look. <laughs> and this Blue like weird like wet. gradient 
on his pinstripes. Like it's got some red in there. Or like yeah, a hot pink. Red and blue. Yeah. Hmm. Neat. Like Neat cover. Anyway, where we last <laughs> left off in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean, we finished Bohemian Rhapsody, sadly. But we are moving, you're steamrolling our way through, picking up with this little interstitial chapter here called It's Been a While, Romeo. I've been waiting for this for so long. <laughs> this, this is such a cathartic chapter. Yeah. Especially, especially since this has not been addressed in like a hundred chapters. Um, but this is volume 13 at chapter 111. Andy, do you want to voice Romeo? Sure, I can. You voice don't really her. have a choice. Yeah, you're, you're Jolene. I'll be. I'll be Romeo. Um. So we cut to from the start of chapter inside of a Floridian house. It's a man who likes cars. He's got a picture of a Porsche, a Lamborghini, Ferrari, I think, and then a model of a Lamborghini. And then we see a man we haven't seen uh, in quite some time. Romeo, Jolene's ex-boyfriend who got her uh, framed for manslaughter. Yep, in case you needed a refresher on how this whole mess started in the first place. <laughs> because Joey and... got framed for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Romeo opens the door to his room, shocked, sees Jolene strutting right in the middle of his living room. Like, this is a power pose. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> what car are you driving right now? Is this a Ferrari? You have more than one car? It's not the same car you were driving back then, right, Romeo? Going back in time a bit, eight hours before Anazui and Weather Report escaped from prison, two hours after Jolene Cujo's escape. Joe! Oh my god. Uh, yeah, flashback. flashback. You don't have to read all this, but this is the flashback to everything that happened in the first few chapters of Stone Ocean. Uh, the incidents leading up to Jolene's arrest and imprisonment. The weird, the weird elf lawyer. Still remember Jolene killed that man. Yeah, Jolene killed that man, and just still weird that he's an elf. The only character—I mean, I guess the only character since Mikataka to have elf elf ears. <laughs> is yeah, there is there it, like a weird like like uh, underground elf race going on in the JoJo world? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past uh, Stone Ocean, <laughs> but he's dead and gone. Yeah. Also, his tie had question marks on it. That was an important detail. Right. Here we go. J Jolene! It's you! How? How did you get out? Let me tell you this, Romeo. Don't go near that phone. Any phone, for that matter, all right? Romeo oh. was going for his uh, corded, cordless phone. <laughs> Uh, oh, the phone! <laughs> Jolene, I would never do something like that. How, how did you get out of Green Dolphin? I don't care about that. Wait, what's going on here? How you got out of Green Dolphin, oh, I don't care about that. I, I just, you know, my literacy has screwed me once mm -hmm. again. It's weird diction. <laughs> how you got out of Green Dolphin, I don't care about that. Every day since that, I've been regretting my actions. I can't sleep at night. I can't forgive... Forget the sins I've committed against you. If looks could kill, yeah. <laughs> this man would be <laughs> a thousand times murdered by Jolene Cujo. I realized this after I lost you. Oh, God. I've been pondering how I could repent for my sins, how I've wronged you. Shh. Shh. You don't have to say anything, Romeo. 
You're the only one for me in this world. I finally realized it. How much I loved you. Before I knew it, I realized that I couldn't do anything without you. It has to be you. I tried to visit, but they wouldn't let me. Romeo. Poor Romeo. Poor, poor Romeo. But you know, I don't care about what you did anymore. About the hit and run, I don't hate you. That guy that you hit, I found out that he was thrown in front of the car in a plot against me. Romeo, the reason I came here is because I have to ask you a favor. I want money and a car. I have some place I need to be, but the police and the FBI are in my way. Of course! But I only have about a thousand dollars with me right now, and this key... That's enough. Thanks, Romeo. But if the police come, don't say anything. Promise me. I intend to admit everything I've done and prove that you're innocent, so please come back to me and we can be together like we used to. Crocodile tears all the way down. Jolene's gone. Romeo looks around, immediately goes for the phone as Jolene struts past his pool. Mm-hmm. Ooh, powerful. Powerful. H- Hello? My name is Romeo Giso from Palm Beach. Is this, this the police? Is... I want to report that I want to report the whereabouts of an escapee. And this has been coming out of Jolene's hand. Uh, so Romeo has made this call, but Hermes is here and she did something with the stickers. Uh-huh. Thought so. I'm glad you put Oh wait. Oh no, yeah, this is I... Yeah, he is. I'm glad you put my sticker on him and split it in two. He's already blabbing about us, that bastard. And we see that Jolene had put a sticker on Romeo's tongue and duplicated his tongue. And they take the sticker off. We split his tongue in two. Kiss. Whatever is split in two by this sticker upon the sticker's removal will come back together, but partially destroyed. Right, because we haven't seen armies in like 60 chapters, so we need a little mm-hmm. exposing here. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I, I knew her a long time ago. No, I have no idea. I'm calling just because I received a call from her. Just a phone call. She asked me for money, but I refused. She said that she was heading for Mexico, I think. Of course, if I ever get another call, I'll contact you. Oh. oh. Well, shit. He didn't betray you after all. Didn't expect it, but he might be a pretty nice guy. For her, if she could one day forgive me. Jolene is conflicted now. Yeah, I forgot this. I forgot that Romeo didn't do this. Mm-hmm. Or, like, did the the heel turn, not the, the face turn. I was like, oh, yeah, hmm. I wonder, I wonder what's going on in there. Mm-hmm. Emporio's here as well. He's probably excited to be out of the prison <laughs> for the first time in his life. Over here, Jolene. It's amazing. Over here by the parking lot. What do you think your ex gave you? He gave us car keys, too, but look... Look at that. Oh, God. (laughs) He's got a fucking helicopter. (laughs) The outside world really is something, huh? Are we really allowed to ride that thing? Wow, I want to steer. Wow, flying the real thing must be so much better than just reading about it. Jolene looks back to Romeo's mansion. Romeo, you... You surprised me. You're a better person than I thought. But I think I'll take the sticker off anyway. Just in case. Oh, Jolene, you motherfucker. (laughs) Hey, she's great. I love Jolene. (laughs) Tongue flies back to the mansion. Hermes is just like, man, that's cold, even for you. (laughs) Stone cold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
If we take the helicopter, we can get there in a matter of hours. All right, speaking of digressions... Uh... Oh. <laughs> oh, this is... This is... An, uh, fuck. This is Poochie explaining uh, conception yeah. to Dio's sons. All right. In reproduction, as proven by the actions of both the egg and the sperm, to be born is also to be chosen. The chosen one, even in his struggle against the others, is merely being pushed upwards and even protected by the fighting figures beneath him. The people who are drawn to me through fate, they exist only to push me upwards towards my goal, attaining heaven. If Jolene Cujo had truly escaped from prison and is heading towards me, she will merely become another existence that I will have to step over. So we see uh, Father Pucci's star-shaped birthmark again, just reaffirming mm -hmm. that by becoming one with the green baby, he has, in a sense, become Dio. He has fused himself with Dio's essence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sons of Dio, there are only four more days until the new moon. You three will protect me and take me to Cape Canaveral. That will be the reason for your existence and your source of happiness. Should we digress about the Sons of Dio, Jack? No, not... not. We're gonna uh, have to at some point, so we either do it now or wait a uh, bit. Alright, well, Ungaro, he's already taken out commission. The other one yeah. is in shadow, and this one is the one we're about to fuck with. And he's wearing a cow print onesie. Of course um, he is. And his hair situation is interesting. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you be the cow man. Okay. Before we start, please open my eyes for me, father. One of my eyelids. It keeps falling down and it won't go back up. It only goes up occasionally. An interesting place to end the chapter. <laughs> yeah, Sky High Part 1. Oh, this is Raikiel. Yeah. The the Calprint man, who is that based on? Alright. Oh. Is Sonia just, Reichiel. It's a fashion designer, of course it is. And then uh, we also yeah. have here another uh uh deep cut reference here, uh Versace. So, oh yeah, Versace, everyone's favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> and then Unguro we're still in the flashback mode here, so Unguro is dead in the present time at the end of bohemian rhapsody but he's still with mm -hmm. us here yeah yeah he's he hasn't gone to do his shit yet whenever i get this result from my health diagnosis they always say that there's nothing wrong it first started when i was 16 it was at my end of the school at the end of the year school exam both my eyelids you know before i knew it fell down i didn't will it to happen or anything shit then it became hard for me to breathe and everyone's reaction was like Oh, that poor guy. Let's pretend we don't see him. Shit like that. It, it just made me sweat even harder. After that, I stopped going to school. Damn, I need to wipe my palms. I need to wipe off the sweat. I'm fucking soaked. And whenever I drive a car, I always crash. Whenever I get stressed out, this shit happens. What the hell can I do? I can't breathe. I need to wipe my sweat off. Where the hell is my towel? I can't see shit. Are there no towels in this hospital? I'm gonna die! Hasn't anyone ever told you this? It's just a panic attack. Calm down, Raikiel. My eyelids keep falling down! I can't see! Think about the man Dio, Raikiel. <sighs> that is your ultimate goal. The reason for your suffering is because you didn't know why you existed. Think about your bloodline. 
You three sons who lived up till now without knowing who your real father was. Support me. Live to serve me. Doing so will mean that your bloodline, Dio's bloodline, will see how much you've grown and ensure you your happiness. So, uh, if I remember correctly, these guys are just a bunch of, like, Dio's bastard children, right? Like, yep. random, random women he's knocked up. Which, mm -hmm. uh, which there's another person who's in the same situation. Who doesn't ever show up. Yep. Big, uh, <laughs> we won't dwell on it. <laughs> Oh, where from, are we at? Oh, yeah, from here. But, but I don't have an ability. But I don't have an ability. I can't do anything. You do. You have it. You just didn't realize it, Raikiel. You've had it ever since you were born. And Poochie pulls uh, his stand disc out of Raikiel's head. Rods? Have you heard of this organism? It's also called a skyfish. <sighs> but my sweat. I'm not sweating anymore. I'm talking about your ability. This is what you're able to do. This event occurred 11 years ago in the spring of 2000. There is an enormous pit cave in San Luis Potosi, Mexico, called Satano de la Golidrinas. It's Spanish for Cave of Swallows. It is about 4,000 meters deep. A group of skydivers filmed their jump down this cave, and upon watching their footage, found a curious object caught on film for a split second. Let me say now that I'm just relaying to you the facts. They didn't notice it at the time, but as seen in the footage later, they, they noticed the numerous white objects floating through the air, weaving in between the skydivers. According to the timer on the camcorder, the objects were only there for mere hundredths of a second. Because of their speed, the divers hadn't been able to see them with the naked eye. Those were rods. Later, Japanese reporters attempted to capture them, but failed. However, from what the reporters caught on tape of them, they concluded the rods were organisms. Rumors about this mysterious organism had already been around for a while in the town of Goldadrinas, but it was just that no one had been able to sight it because of its incredible speed. It moves from cliff to cliff without colliding with other rods or anything else. What does it eat? How was it born? Is it an insect, a reptile, a fish? Everything about it, the physical features, even carcasses, remain undiscovered. It seems that these rods, from what I've read of your disc, are in Florida as well. And something, something suddenly flies through the room uh, around Raikiel and Poochie. Those... Father, those things up there, I just saw them just now. My eyelids went back up again. Those things, I just saw them, Father. My ability is controlling those things, right? I wonder what they eat. I guess they were here all along, even in this hospital. Poochie is taken aback. Yeah, like, this guy, Raikil, is very, like, into it. And Poochie's like, wait, 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 what? Hang, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did those things just touch me? No, they didn't. They didn't touch me. But the way it moved, it exists without being seen, without ever touching anything. And even though it didn't touch me, uh, a, a tooth explodes out of Poochie's mouth. Leave now, Raikiel. Your ability. I'll name it Sky High. Research them well. What they eat. Find out the characteristics of the Raz and utilize them. Uh, real quick digression. I want to talk about what rods are. 
Have you ever heard of rods before, Andy? I have not. Um, let me send. Where the, where the fuck are these things? Cause the this is like a like an actual urban myth. That he didn't just spin these out of nothing. I'm trying to find. Oh yeah, here we go. sending you the link just so you can see that this is a load of horse hockey oh i mean i'm, I'm not surprised that it's a load of horse hockey but it does come from something and it in, is kind of neat in cryptozoology rods also known as skyfish are elongated visual artifacts appearing in photographic images and video recordings oh so they're just, it's just like a, it's like camera fuckery basically mm-hmm yeah okay i mean that makes sense but i mean yeah i guess like you know, so much in JoJo stuff is like supernatural myth, and I guess like this was to take place in like 2011, so I guess it's neat to take some sort of like modern cryptid bullshit as opposed, to, you know, always going back to that sort of thing. Yeah, but like this, it's neat to like have a direct thing here, like it. Him taking this idea and then just being like, hey, it's a stand. Hey, it's a stand. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a stand. It's really funny to me. Um, but basically, it's a visual artifact caused by long exposures and moths, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. But yeah, let's, let's keep going. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the squad is in a helicopter. Emporio knows how to fly a helicopter. Emporio knows how to fly a helicopter. This is Emporio talking. Oh, okay. I've been thinking. You know how people become spoiled? This thing is basically run by computers. I'm barely doing anything. Heh. As long as Mr. Big Mouth here doesn't crash land us and we just got out of the prison, I'm fine. So pilots that have been flying things like this all the time must be getting pretty rusty at flying the real things. Emporio, west. Head west. If we keep following the coast, we'll get to Cape Canaveral in about 30 minutes. I can feel his presence. I don't really understand why, but it feels like he's in three, no, four different places. Just head west. I'm positive that the priest is somewhere near Orlando right now. Don't take this thing too high up. Might get caught in one of the army radars or something. Jolene, mind closing that window? I'm kind of cold. Shuts the window. Hmm? Hmm. No, hmm. The, other, the window on the other side's open. Goes to close it. What? Hmm? This is, this is weird. Ermes, my eyes are... <laughs> oh god, here we go. Windows open again. My, my eyelids, they're falling down! <laughs> Jolene! Some weird shit is going on! What? <laughs> god. It won't Everyone's come back eyelids up. have fallen down. My eyelids! Was... Was Jolene bleeding just now? What? There's something inside the helicopter. My eyelids are falling. Did something just touch me? No, it can't be. Then what the hell is this? Sky High Part 2. Mm -hmm. Even outside of Green Dolphin, the priest has his sub subordinates. This enemy seems to be sensing me, just as I'm sensing him. But what the hell did he just do to us? Why are my eyelids falling, and why are they bleeding? She tries to, like, lift her eyelids back up with her hands. Emporio, we're tilted to the right. Straighten us up again. I'm trying to put it on autopilot. I'm trying, but I can't see. My eyelids are glued shut, and I can't open them. 
there's something in here! Oh my god. There's something inside the helicopter, it's flying around! Jolene, true to form, just starts punching. Yep. And sets up a net of strings, and we can see that there's something flying in between the strings. Are you sure there's something in here? Nothing's touched my net. Nothing's even brushed by it. I'm sure. It came in through the window. It's just moving so goddamn fast that we can't feel it. Emporio is crying blood. My my eyes! Ah, I'm bleeding! How the hell is it attacking? We can't see it. It's definitely not touching us. We gotta defeat this thing quickly. If we can only touch it, then we'd be able to find it. Something's happening with uh, Aramis's hand. One of her hands is really big now. <laughs> my, my hands are different sizes. This enemy, what the fuck? Is it spreading some sort of disease or something? If we could just find out where this enemy is, could we defeat it, Aramis? If we could find out the directions it's moving in, albeit at an incredible speed. <sighs> Shit! Shit! Yeah, if you could figure it out where the hell it is, I'd beat the crap out of it. Alright, Aramis. How fast is the helicopter moving right now? 170? 200? We're going to ditch this helicopter. Grabs Emporio by the scruff of the neck. Emporio! It just jumps out of the helicopter. <laughs> oh my god. No way, uh, Jolene! Jumping off from that thing at this speed?! Oh, oh they have to be going fast enough to see them. Yeah, because they're jumping off the helicopter while it's moving. I don't think that's how uh, falling works, but hey. Hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, and they see the rod. The and rod. what it is, is a, is a rod with a bunch of, like, propellers around it. Mm-hmm. And some weird eye stuff and stitching. It, it's creepy looking. I, I see them. I get it! Now I can see them! They're following us down! Hermes is able er- to punch one. Oh, just like guts it. Yeah. I did it! I crushed it! Now uh, we see that there's like 15 of these things. There's more than one of them. Hermes, this is the limit! We're gonna hit the ground! Hold on to me! Uh, Jolene is unraveling herself. Um... Oh, so Aramis could uh, grab on. She shot out a string to the helicopter, is what that looks like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they can, like, climb uh, down, sort of. Yeah. Oh, so it kind of slow their descent. I get yeah. it, I get it. So they don't smack into water at 200 miles an hour. Uh-huh. My, <sighs> my eyelids are open again. They're back to normal. I can see again. I don't know what's going on. I guess it's not a virus or a disease or anything. Watch out. The attacks aren't over. There were loads more of them. And this thing. Look. It's not even a stand. It's an organism. I don't know what the hell it is. If this was the thing that was attacking us incredibly quickly. What the fuck is this thing anyway? I don't know anything else like... I don't know anything else like this organism. Is it a fish? A snake? Where the hell are its eyes and mouth? What does it eat? I guess the controlling the organism is the stand ability? Weird. I think I've seen this thing until now. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, here's Raikiel. Up till now, as I struggled to concentrate, my eyelids would start fluttering. It became harder and harder to breathe. I couldn't even drive, you know? I couldn't even drive a car. <laughs> and then there he is. Yeah, in his cow onesie. I hate it. 
I absolutely hate it. It's not great. It's not a good look. <laughs> no. But now, I can concentrate without that happening. Just enough for me to attack a helicopter. Sky High Part 3. <laughs> the corpse is beginning to melt. I remember this creature. I thought I'd seen it before, but it must be one of those rods. Oh, it's it only... has to be. Yeah, it has to be one of those rods. It's only been seen in video footage, and a live or dead specimen specimen has never been found. It's, be it's been because they melt immediately after they die. It's his ability to control these rods. And Jolene, if these are really rods, then their secret lies within their food. No one has any idea what this thing eats. Their pattern of flying without touching anything must have something to do with how they get their food. Emporio, get back. Stay away from us. He's got some balls revealing himself to us like this. Come closer, Jolene Cujo. Hermes. The closer you get to me, the more damage the rods can inflict, and more precisely, for that matter, there are three of them against one of me, including the cape. But if I concentrate, I can get rid of them in a second. I just have to lure Jolene over here. Be patient. Don't get too close to him, Hermes. We should find out what his ability is first. Raikiel, surprised that Jolene thought ahead. The only reason he would show himself like this is because his stand probably works better in close range. Yeah, and on top of that, the reason he decided to attack us in that small space of the helicopter is probably because his attacks aren't too precise when there's a lot of distance to cover. It's probably impossible for him to finish both of us off at the same time right now. Raikiel shocked at his own incompetence. Yeah, he kind of got ahead of himself here. <laughs> like, these are two that are, like, experienced stand fighters. Yeah. And this guy was like, oh, I have a stand too. It's going to be great. <laughs> going to win. And Jolene's just like, nah, fuck off, man. Yeah. Calm down. Their sand range is probably only one to two meters. They won't be able to attack me unless they come closer. Pick up some rocks, Jolene. Let's hurry up and see what this guy can do. You want to throw some rocks at him? <laughs> Huh? What? Shit! I parked my bike on a marsh! It's sinking! I have to turn the motor on and get it out! Where did I put my keys? Motorcycle. Oh, no. And, like, he drove up all cool on a motorcycle and it's just sinking into the this, ground. This guy's having a bad day. Yeah, Kiss pops out, throws some rocks at the guy. Um, but they just sail right past him. They miss completely. See? It's not like he's deflecting rocks in the air. But then, why did those rocks just move away like that? What are those rods doing while they're in the air? You're right, I have no clue. But Emporio, you'd be wrong if you said those rocks didn't hit. Has oh! the original rocks in her hand. Like, I like Aramis and I like Kiss, but she's basically, like, half a Josuke Higashikata. Yeah. <laughs> this is like crazy diamond but not as good yeah but the ability is so cool and the concept is really fun in fights that it doesn't really matter um and she peels off the stickers from all those rocks she threw and the rocks rebound come back at Raikiel and just smash him a lot <laughs> it like he's he, the fight just started and he's yeah and he's already getting absolutely ruined by rocks. I mean, this whole thing is a swerve. Like, this is a big swerve. <laughs> yeah, this is actually a pretty, like, a pretty cool swerve. Like, oh, yeah. yes, I'm a son of Dio. My powers are unstoppable. Oh, oh God. You threw a rock at me, and now I'm bleeding. 
His defense capabilities are practically zero. All right, Jolene, I'm going to hit him again. Threw some more rocks. Jolene's throwing some rocks. Everyone's throwing, <laughs> throwing rocks, rocks at this guy. <laughs> who, who first? The first step is to, well, Hermes is the one with the sticker. So move the rods to the left. No, right. My bike is sinking. No, no. Jolene is also throwing rocks. No. Hermes rocks can return. I have to act quickly. What do I do? What do I do? I can't breathe. Ah, I can't breathe. My eyelids are fluttering again. I can see them, Hermes. I can see them flying in the air. The rods are suspended in midair. There's a ton of these things just around this battlefield. The dumbass is panicking and can't even regain control of his powers. Good job coming out here to get your ass kicked, bastard. Oh, found it. I left the key in the bike. And his panic attack is over and Aramis's hand starts to swell up before oh, she can pull God. off the sticker. Oh, yeah, a lot of bad stuff happening to her hand. One finger. Aramis pulls out one finger. Uh, zero fingers. Makes a fist. And no fingers. And uh, her hand starts to swell up again. Uh, what the hell is this? I knew it. This is no virus. No virus could do shit like this. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. July 1969. Armstrong from Apollo 11 became the first man to stand on the surface of the moon. Until now. I didn't know what was so special about that, because in reality, the rockets are really flown by scientists and engineers, right? Any monkey could go to the moon. But when I first saw those rods, I finally understood why it was so important. What truly stood on the moon that day was the human spirit. The, that day, we humans conquered the moon, and our spirit evolved. The thing that's truly valuable is the evolution of our spirit. We can see the rods, and they're not even touching us. How is he doing this? Stay away from me, Emporio. No, Jolene. We have to figure this out quickly. What those rods are doing. I just... In my pants. Why the hell... Why they haven't even touched me? What, what about his pants? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, he's pissing blood. Uh, it's always me. back to piss. Oh, God, help me. My urine, it's bloody. My urine is bloody. Everything's bloody. Uh, Aramis' finger just fell off. What the fuck? They're rotting! If you're trying to hinder the priest from his spiritual evolution, I'll kill you all with the hatred of a thousand burning flames. Uh, Sky High Part 4. We'll, we'll finish on this one. Nice map of the, uh... Is that the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah, yeah, and showing, like, Green Dolphin Street, Miami, it's like, they gotta go right up the Panhandle and get to Cape Canaveral, Kennedy Space Center. Inside our four. bodies. He must be doing something to the inside of our bodies. Otherwise, this wouldn't be happening. Help! There's blood in my urine! What could he be doing? Aramis' finger just rotted right off, and she's in shock. All three of you at once. Jolene Cujo, you're next. But I'll eventually kill all three of you at once. My rods can do that. Uh, Jolene says, fuck that to the rods. And does the old aura aura, trying to at least, on all these things. Um, tries to tie them up in her strings and heads for Raikiel. And her ankle just snaps. Mm. Like, does a 180. <laughs> oh. Jolene's ankle. 
Her joint just bent backwards, and the rods have vanished again. We can't even hit them anymore. And again, even though we're closer to these rods, still haven't even touched any of us. All right, Jolene, I'll come to you. I'm gonna come closer. Jolene! And open. Aramis' mouth wide open. Everyone is very confused. Yep. You don't want to die alone, do you, Hermes? Do you? You want to die with your two buddies together, right? Where's my yes, Hermes Costello? Ugh! Yes! What the oh. hell? Oh, boy. Here we go. Twice this time. Yes, yes. Yes, yes! The muscles. He's controlling our muscles. That must be what he did to Jolene's ankle. He couldn't have done that to Ermes without somehow going inside her and affecting the muscles in her jaw. From inside? It's Jotaro's memory disc. Yeah, this is where Emporio's been holding on to it. Yep. This, the disc that Jolene told me to hold on to. Her father's disc that we retrieved from the priest. My skin. The place where the disc was touching my skin. It's weirdly gray? Yeah. This inside my body. Now I'm beginning to understand. Thanks to the disc that Jolene saw thanks to the disc, Jolene saw there's disc that I kept me all this time. What the rods are doing. How is he controlling the rods? This is where my kidney is. My bloody urine must have been from an attack to my kidney. And the skin right here has become all pale blue. The ghost room that I used to live in when I was in prison. I read about something like this in one of my books, the second one on the right shelf. When you look at a human's organs in thermography, if there's something wrong with the organ, its temperature is much lower than that of the others. Because, maybe because of the blood running through, it isn't clean, or because the bad blood is clogged there, but either way, the colder portions of the body are the places most susceptible to disease. If one were to drain all that heat from that segment of the body, like the finger, the joint would bend, you'll no longer be able to move it, and, I'll eventually, and it'll eventually start to rot. Yet, you don't feel this happening at all. If you take the heat away from your eyelids, they close. And if you take the heat away from your kidney, your kidney malfunctions. Mmm, they're figuring out how this does. Jolene, I figured out what the rods do. It's body heat. The rods survive by eating body heat. You don't realize that it's doing this until your body becomes affected. They're organisms that take other animals' energy and use it to fuel themselves. Rods can fly without anyone sensing them and approach you, but they never touch you directly. Oh, One God. flings right by Jolene, and she starts coughing up blood. Oh, God. Aramis starts to explode from neck, neck up. If the lungs are damaged and the tissues start to fall apart, the tissues are expelled as cotton-like waste through the mouth. Also, when the thyroid gland, which is an endocrine gland, found in the neck, lower neck is damaged, your throat starts to swell up and your eyes start to pop out. And here's a power stance of the cowman with all of his rods. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jolene, the water! Go underwater! Mm. Kid, you some sort of child prodigy? It's like you say, but it doesn't matter if you know the secret of my rods. The reason I gave you diseases wasn't so you would die from them. It takes too much time to kill you with tumors and things anyway. I gave you sicknesses to prevent you from moving, so I could pinpoint my target. It's, hard, it's a hard target to hit, but when humans lose heat in this one specific part of the body, it's guaranteed fatal. The main motor and sensory control center of the body. 
This part even controls the heart. The brain stem. Ooh. All right. And all the rods are about to focus in on Jolene's brain stem. I'm going to absorb the heat from your first cervical vertebrae around your neck. I've found my target. Take this. Big, big swoop of rods going in for the kill. Hurry up and go under the water. Dive, Jolene. No, Emporio. I'm not going to dive under. Give me a lighter. Come on, I know you have one. A ghost lighter. Wait. You you can't be. (laughs) I like how the ghost lighter is translucent. Um, Jolene, Jolene sets her strings on fire, sets her entire body on fire. Oh my god. <laughs> they can't hurt me if I'm on fire. This, <laughs> Jolene's just so, it's, the most on fire a person can be is what Jolene is right now. Yeah. Uh, Raikiel is scared out of his skull. She didn't use the water. What is she doing? She lit her strings on fire. No way! Burning stone fees, strings are the same as burning her own body! Something like this, compared to everything else I've gone through? If this is what I need to do to get to the priest, it's absolutely nothing. This bitch! My spirit is stronger than hers! I can feel myself evolving! What's important is my own development! My development will be praised! And we'll cut it there. <laughs> we How many more chapters, Scott? Two. Oh, just a couple. Um... It is pretty snappy. Like, I was worried yeah. about the three idiot sons, but pretty snappy. Yeah, I mean, like, we're almost at fucking heavy weather, so... Yeah, we just yeah. need to get through Underworld. Underworld, I think, might be the weak one, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, we get a privilege card for Raikiel. Born in 1988, his father is the vampire Dio. Refer to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, Stardust Crusaders. His mother is assumed to be one of Dio's victims. Raikiel came to Florida because he was mysteriously drawn to Father Pucci. He had no hope for his future and was quite spiritually damaged. This emulated itself physically as well, such as his falling eyelids and his labored breathing. But with the discovery of his power sky high and his rods, he found that he could concentrate better than he ever had before. He finally found a way to unleash his true potential. Oh, here we go. Giorno Giovanna, referred to Joseph's Bizarre Adventure Part 5 Golden Wind, is also a son of Dia, but then why was he not drawn to the priest as well? This is a mystery, but perhaps he is already somewhere in Florida. Thanks, Araki. Fuck you. Yeah, go fuck yourself, man. All right. Now, all right. I didn't remember that he brought it up. Oh, yeah. 100%. Fuck you, man. (laughs) I'm going to Giorno's uh, wiki page just to see, like, if he's... If there was some... Something. Something. Like, anything they were talking about. He's like, it's, it's just so weird... I mean, I get it. Maybe he's so godlike that he didn't even know any of this was happening and he's too busy running the mafia or whatever. Oh, and even of all the things, this is kind of like a real minor thing. Like, it doesn't really matter, but at the same time, like, it's just it's just really weird. <laughs> he made yeah. an entire protagonist of an arc, a son of Dio, and then we have these three choppers. <laughs> yeah, no, it, on... Uh... Jorno's wiki page like this is literally the only mention of him in stone ocean like nothing is followed up on here that's Mm -hmm. that's it ah well but sky high for a stand of the week pretty neat effect the the stand fights are getting super abstract like 
Bohemian Rhapsody really cro- like brought us into the meta real stands, like being able to control these crypto like zoological creatures um, that feed off body heat. And Underworld is even more out there when, if, when we get to that next week. Ugh. Oh boy. Oh uh, yeah. It, this shit's just this shit's already weird. It's gonna keep getting more weird, and it's not gonna stop being weird until it ends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we will we'll finish up Sky High next week. We'll get into probably a little bit of Underworld, and we'll definitely have a Jajoin by that point. Um, in in lieu of a Triple Judge episode, we'll just have a regular episode, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but that'll do it for us. Absolutely heartbreaking. Tell tell them where to find us, Jack. Ugh, it's all the usual places. Uh, our home base is SoundCloud, where Andy posts very nice uh, album, or quote unquote, very nice album art. Because store the latest one, I hate seeing Shrek. I, I look <laughs> at Shrek and and my soul is drained. Um. <laughs> But anywhere you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, all the different uh, podcast apps, we have an RSS feed that you can subscribe to. I post links to the episodes every week on r slash Starters Crusaders, and you can talk to us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you next week. Later, guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you.